1: Welcome to another episode of Life Transformation Radio. I am your host, Master Resilience Implementer, TEDx speaker, business positioning strategist, and international best selling author, Sean Douglas. This show is currently heard in over ninety countries. So whether it's your first time joining us or been listening to us for some time, I want to thank you to those who are listening from around the world. Life Transformation Radio is all about our transformation. Here, we tell the stories of why we're doing what we're doing, we highlight those transformational moments that changed our lives, and how we use it to then transform others and elevate their lives as well. Now, you can listen to us live right here on the Blog Talk Radio Network, Tuesday through Friday, 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You can also join our Facebook group, Life Transformation Radio Community, and never miss an episode by subscribing Wherever it is that you listen to podcasts, Life Transformation Radio can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, TuneIn, Player FM, Radio Public, Overcast, Castbox, Himalaya app, Pocket Cast, the Google Play Music app, Pandora, and available on our YouTube channel at Life Transformation Radio. So subscribe to our YouTube and subscribe to wherever it is that you listen to podcasts, podcast and tell your friends and family. On the show, my guests are entrepreneurs, speakers, business owners, coaches, podcasters, authors, amazing human beings that are impacting the world around them. And my guest today has done exactly that. If you have any questions for any of the guests that I bring on the show during our live broadcast, go ahead and give us a call at 657-383-1109. Again, the number is 657-383-1109, or you're more than welcome to slide into our chat room here at Blog Talk Radio and ask us any questions, and we will address them right here live on the show. And with that, please help me welcome to the show, my guest for today, Carl Loop. Carl, welcome to Life Transformation Radio.
0: Hey, Sean, thank you very much. Great fortunes and fullest life.
1: Man, I am pumped to have you on the show. We've been talking for a little while, and I'm real eager to know some of the backstory of what you bring to the table. I I, I was always a VH1 behind the scenes, you know, the the MTV Cribs. Like, I want to see what goes on outside of the limelight because a lot of times on social media, people post things that they really want someone to see, but they don't post the things that people really want to see. So I'm excited <laughs> to dig down to the deep, dirty, ne- gritty, nasty, nasty, and get in and talk about business, working with executives and working with business owners.
0: Yeah, fantastic. Let's do that.
1: All right. So the title of this episode is Monday's Reimagined How to Win the Week with CEO Carl Loop. He is the CEO of Global Business Builders. He works executives, and business owners and teams to achieve leap business results. He has award-winning Fortune 100 senior leadership experience and has built six successful businesses of his own. Drawing upon his three decades of corporate and entrepreneurial leadership experience, Carl's developed scalable and sustainable programs and consulting to achieve reimagined heights for peak performance, high-impact leadership, and leap business growth. A few of his highlights of client successes is that he saved a large Fortune 100 corporation over $5 million. Within two weeks, executive client was asked to consider being on the board of, a, of two multi-billion dollar corporations. Business owners get massive time back and open second business, which reaches multiple seven figures within two years. An employee purchases the $8 million business where they were employed. He gives immediate on-the-spot solutions and results delivered through his keynote speaking, workshops, leap programs, and consulting. To learn more about how to win your week, check out carlloop.com forward slash Mondays dash reimagined. It's right there in the show notes. You can click on that, go to carlloop.com, and his LinkedIn link is right there. Send him a request letting him know that you listened to his episode of Life Transformation Radio. Carl, my first question that I have to ask, and I believe is the most important question you could ever ask yourself, is why? Why do you do what you do?
0: Well, my why is um, based on helping people have significant success and wholehearted fulfillment. And what I've seen in my life is Love that it. people can often people have one or the other, or neither but rarely have them together and that's my why
1: so they can rarely so why is that you said they can rarely have them together well why
0: well i what i've noticed is that people rarely have them together they usually have either significant huh. success or whole, wholehearted fulfillment but rarely the combination together so uh they're in you know a shocking 75% or more people are dreading Mondays, and that dread starts really hard on oh, yeah. Sunday, you know? Yep. And uh, that's somebody that's probably missing one of those pieces, either success or fulfillment. And I'd love to see people have them both, because nobody should be dreading Mondays.
1: I think they had too much fun over the weekends. People live for the weekend. I, really, yeah, I mean, live- I just... They- <laughs> You know, and you're right, they are says, unfulfilled during the week. There's no you know, other way around it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So there's a quote that says something like, uh, you know, you only die once, and the person says, no, you only um, – no, the person said – the quote says, you only live once, and the person says, no, that's incorrect. You only die once, but you live every day. And that's a question I have for people. Are you
1: living, huh? really
0: living every day?
1: Most people live for the weekend
0: living for the weekend. So, you know, what are the, what are they living for on Monday or two? Like how, what's bringing uh how are they having their fullest life on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And then we, and if they dread Mondays, then usually that starts on Sunday. So they get basically one day out of seven of their life to sort of feel, Hey, this is great.
1: That's hard. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I, I don't know. I I can't imagine living, and I, and I, I've spent decades in the military uh, on active duty. I just can't imagine waking up every day, just hating life. I just, I don't even, I, 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 have done that before, you know, I've, I've been deployed to the middle East and yeah. those deployments are not always fun. And you're kind of hate life and it's hot and it's miserable. And you got like 50 pounds of gear on. It sucks. Life absolutely is atrocious at that moment. You know, but that's what I signed up for. Yeah.
0: Um, think, there are several things going on, you know, let's just take a look at if we can, Sean, let's take a look at the default version of our, of, if, if you look at the, a person's life or a person's uh, behavior or, or um, you know, interstate mindset, however you want to say it. If you take a look at a person, they can have a default. They can have what's possible version of themselves. And then they can have a, an accomplish the impossible version of themselves. And what, what what happens very often is that people live some sort of default. that's sort of a pre-programmed uh, type of person that they became or that they are. And, uh, you know, they're not really living. So the default version typically is, uh, you know, kick yourself when you're down, doubt yourself when you're up. Or... Mm-hmm. Uh, just uh, kind of get by and survive,
1: you know, not really thriving.
0: Um, you know,
1: you ever, and, seen the, uh, you ever seen the picture where it's like <laughs> what I think success is and what success actually is, right? And it's like a bunch of squiggly lines up and down, like all over the place. And it's but people think that it's like at the bottom, and I just go straight to the top. You know, that's right, the way. Right. That's that, that's what I'm feeling right now. That's what I'm thinking in my head right now when you're when you're talking about this. And I'm like, man, it's so true. Like, like, I, like I'm. I got. This. Like, what am I worried about? And then I drop below, and I'm like, oh, I suck. And then I go up again, and I'm like, oh, see, I know what I'm doing. And then drop below, and you're like, oh no, I suck again. Why do I put myself through this? And then you, and you get up again, and, and you're at like your highest moment, and you're like, see, six figures, nailed it. And it goes to the bottom, it goes lost it all. My life sucks. You know, like that's literally the life of an entrepreneur.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah so um it's definitely not a straight line success is definitely not a straight line uh but, but again going back to the default version it tends to be uh a, a lifestyle of people living the same year for you know another year it's almost like the groundhog day but it's a year a groundhog yeah. year you know and the next year is another groundhog year and you know the assembly line the treadmill the the uh the hamster wheel you know all that stuff is what it's called and uh, yeah. another part of my why is that people can break free, break out of sort of that, um, you know, that, that cycle and, uh, and, and reach to something bigger, bolder, and, uh, and, you know, more amazing, more extraordinary for their lives. And what tends to happen, though, is that people can often sit in the same pattern and uh, stay there for one year, three year, five year, ten year you know that, you know 20 years or maybe even their whole life yeah. wondering at the end of their life or at some later date in their life looking back you know did i really do everything i could have did i live fully mm-hmm. uh, maybe even some regrets or so forth so you know the greatest adventure of your life is your life and so what i help people do is take on the the adventure journey to you know those higher levels cuz you know, every new every new level requires a new version of you. Mm-hmm. Those three yep. versions: d- default, yep. what's possible version, and accomplish the impossible
1: version. I love that. Say that one more time. The three. Say that one more time, because I really want to get that. Because that's powerful.
0: Yeah, man. The, th- the three versions are kind of the default version of who we are, the mm-hmm. what's possible version of who we are. And then the accomplished the impossible version. And I'll tell you in would, a little bit when we're ready. I'll talk to you about uh, you know those three levels.
1: I would. I was going to say I think that most people probably sit, and this is not knowing anything about what you're going to talk about. It. I literally believe that most people sit at the what's possible level and never move beyond that. Most people. I don't think that. I don't think people just just. I'm going, Well, this is who I am, never gonna improve. This is all I got in life. I think there's a there's an intrinsic value trait somewhere in their body that says, This isn't all there is to offer in life. There has to be more than this. You know, yeah, I don't I think agree. that people I think I, people people start feeling it.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: They definitely start I,
0: feeling it. I'm sorry. Oh go ahead. Well, I mean, people definitely start feeling something at a certain point in their life. Mm-hmm. Usually, usually, but but doesn't mean they're going to act on it, but they may feel it. They may feel there's a calling to something more for them. Uh, but, you know, then the question is, what action are they taking toward that? And uh, I find that a lot of people can talk about it, can even possibly see a little bit about, uh, you know, their vision, their uh, they're extraordinary, the extraordinary possibilities and so forth, but they don't quite know the journey to get there. And if you don't see, one thing is if you I've noticed is that people that can't see the journey often won't take the full journey. They can't see it fully. They don't take the full journey. So right. here's the journey. The journey basically starts with, you know, the default of yourself. And that's usually very transactional. You, you know, your parents say, get a job, go get a job. You know, what are you going to do for a living? You know, go make money. And it becomes kind of a, you know, a black and white. You know, you look, start looking for things that make you money without even considering whether it fulfills you or not. Often, okay. And then person starts making money and team starts accumulating things, and that feels good, and it feels good for a while. However, what what happens is the, the possessions we accumulate and the pleasures we have, you know, they have some meaning, but then they start to mean less and less over time until they can even become meaningless. And then you start to have an emptiness inside because you chased all these things and, um, you know, you can even be successful and miserable. So that's sort of, a, oh, sure. a, you know, that's sort of a default path, you know, but, you know, but the, but what you can do to move above that is start looking at what's possible uh, break away from the default, and you break away from the default by starting to become win oriented and starting to add more dimension to your personality than just the black and white. So now you're going to add things to your life that are not just carrot and stick, you know, uh, mm-hmm. if, if, then rewards, you're going to start expanding and looking for wins you can have and what's your passion is and what's unique about you and what, you know, professional developments you want. And now you're on your way to not just, uh, extrinsic sort of pre-programmed uh, thinking, mm-hmm. analytical thinking, you know, like an engineer, you know, like I said, you know, kick yourself when you're down, doubt yourself when you're up. Um, very, I would say the, the protect brain takes over most of your life there. You know, you're protecting everything. Everything is, a, is defined by a resource that has to be protected and glasses half full often and so forth. But then, now you're starting to expand. But the next level of what's possible, you start to expand yourself. As you say, and you know what's uh, an educ what, you know what's an educational goal you can achieve. What's something you can do outside of, like I say, the carrot and, and stick. You know the instrumental conditioning things. Like who are you outside of what you do? Okay, so then you start to yep. involve your your passion and your heart a little bit more. Not completely yet. You're still sort of in the middle, you know, and that's what I call as the uh, professional personal growth. Uh, version of you, you know the what's possible version you might get a you might get a new um, promotion at work, you might start a new job, uh, take on a new skills you know you're starting to be uh, interested in learning more you know uh, mm-hmm. leading expanding yourself you know maybe even start to connect to some of those passions you had younger that you probably gave up because they didn't you know they didn't look like they were going to make you money and then the highest version of us is and so so that's the so I said default. What's possible now? Let's take a look at at the extraordinary. The uh, you know the self actualized version of us is you know mostly concerned with uh, learning and passion and uniqueness. You you love what you do and you love your life and you've gone inside to go up instead of outside to go up. You've gone into who you are and brought who you are into what you do. And you and you know you're you're building your mind, you're building your uh, expanded thinking, and you're gone. You've gone into the intrinsic world inside mm-hmm. to go up. And uh, what I've noticed is that the unless you bring what, who you are into what you do, you'll never be extraordinary. You know what I'm saying? Because it always oh, happens. Man, yeah. You know, if you're not bringing who you are into what you do, yeah, you're just not going to be extraordinary. You have to have a sense of. Passion and uniqueness and and ownership and uh, uh, buy-in and connection—the three things you want to have to be sort of in the flow, as they say. Uh, there's a psychologist that talks about being in the flow. You've probably heard the word. You know, it's got to have, it's got to be pleasurable. That's, but you know, we're all used to that one. Uh, you know, the desire for that one. But the other thing is, it has to be absorbing. You have to lose a sense of who, you, of time. You have to lose track of. You know, you might be driving down the road thinking about something you just are so absorbed by you miss your turn, okay? Mm. And you lose track of time even, okay? So number one is pleasurable. Number two is you get absorbed by it. And number three is it has a deep personal meaning to you, okay? Are you there? Yeah. Yep. And so, yep. thank you. <laughs> and so, you know, that's the extraordinary version. That's the accomplish the impossible version of you. And, you know, these people that accomplish these impossible things like, like uh, athletes or, or, you know, uh, astronauts or business owners. And, by the way, success is not defined the same for everybody. You know, success has to be your unique vision of significant success and your unique vision of wholehearted fulfillment. You know, I think I've to- talked to you in a previous conversation, you know, I, one of the successes I had is I've saved six people's lives. That's a success. Now, now a lot of people would not count that, not count success that way. But, uh, you know, I surely do. I've lived overseas. That's a success. I've had six businesses, successful businesses that I've created and built. I've helped others create, uh, you know, more profitable and uh, significant success businesses uh, in the tens of, you know, companies have profited by tens of millions of dollars of working by me. But, but, you know, Success is not ju- measured just one way. Yeah. Got Tell me so, what you get.
1: So, so, how do you, so then how do you measure success?
0: Yeah, I mean, I measure success by, uh, f- for me, my vision and purpose is I create peace, power, and prosperity by accelerating high achievers to significant success and wholehearted fulfillment. So I, that's how I measure success it's not just enough that people, it's not enough that people just get, you know, the, uh, you know, the, the money and the things they have to have, like, I want people to see, you know, just like uh, having not just riches, but enrichment in their life. And that's how I measure success. So recently uh, I had a client, for instance, in their first business they ever owned. And in their first year we were talking about the, the vision of their success. And, you know, they, they want a home in Colorado and they want a stream going by it, you know, or a river going by it. They want to, uh, they want to change the world uh, from um, people just sort of, they, they want to raise the standard in the, in the business they're in of uh, this has to do with an oil and gas company. They want to raise the standard of, of, you know, that industry. So that's another piece of their vision. And then another piece of their vision is that they uh, have, you know, a lot of freedom, a lot of freedom. And in their first business and in their first year, they profited over $400,000. And wow. you know, okay. they have money toward their house. They're well on their way toward, you know, raising the standard and uh, training people at, at, to an exceptional level. And, uh, you know, they're cruising along
1: so that's how I measure success. Love it. I love that, man. And I appreciate you sharing that. The focus of the show is all about transformation. And a reason why I started the show was I found in in coaching business clients that there's always an awakening, a breakthrough, some kind of a transformation, something that happens and they realized that one, they could probably make money it, or two, it didn't start out that way to make money. It was just something they loved, you know, cooking pies or, or volunteering at, you know, 501c3s, but it just right. turned into a business. So my question for you is, what was your transformational moment that happened and it changed your life? which then put you on the path to what you're doing today.
0: Great. So uh, let, me, let me describe it a little bit. It'll be a few sentences, and then I'll get to, the, to your big point. But the story to your big point is, you know, I know what it's like to be dreading Mondays starting on Sundays. For over 20 years, I was hijacked into thinking that financial success was the only measure of success even mm-hmm. without even considering what fulfilled me, Sean. So I wow. had many pleasures, as I said, and they mattered less and less until I became empty inside. I was successful but miserable. And because of my hijacked thinking, I lost my passion, I lost my creativity, and I lost who I was for over 20 years. See, when I was in my early 20s, my, my first degree, which I had a love for since eight years old, my first degree was uh, fine arts and photography. And okay. when I was 21 years old, I walked away from it saying there's no way I can make money there. That huh. was, and that was, that was a transformational moment toward the dark side, I guess, but, you know, toward a yeah. direction that, sure. that, that became unfulfilling. And that's why, you know, I'm saying these things, you know, and, you know, I lost myself. So I went into, you know, some pretty fascinating things. However, over time, even with the money that they made me, you know, they mattered less and less and less because I didn't have fulfillment. But before things got better, they got horribly worse. I moved to Texas over 10 years ago from Virginia. And within one year of moving to Texas, I went through a divorce custody battles and a record setting hurricane hit my waterfront home. Jeez. You know, so I had to, you know, I mean, I'm, I remember sitting by my pool, just looking at this, at the sky in the middle of the night, like, you know, midnight looking at the stars and just saying, you know, what was all this for all these possessions and, you know, waterfront home, you know, really nice, pleasurable things, luxury cars, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was my second waterfront home, but you know, what was it all for? Because I lost everything, you know, everything that I thought had such meaning, you know, just got erased. And so, mm. wow. I had to reimagine my life just to keep on living. I had to find purpose and fulfillment. So this mm-hmm. was my transformational moment, you know, and I, this was over 10 years ago. And by the way, when I moved to Texas, I was in such a uh, kind of mental state that my two goals, when I moved to Texas were over 10 years ago, my two goals, Sean, were number one, to stop honking my horn almost every day out of agitation. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Okay. And number 2 that I could have at least that I could have this is the second goal I had moving to Texas that I could have at least one happy thought a day. That's how low I was. That's how spiritually bankrupt wow. I was.
1: Spiritually bankrupt. I like that. Spiritually yeah. bankrupt.
0: A man I like that. Was a lot. I dread Mondays. Well, because of the because of the job just this, my state of life, you know, usually when I got a uh, visitation with my kids, I had to return them on Sundays, so Mondays uh, the weight sure, of the world yeah. and my loneliness and aloneness came crashing down.
1: yeah, reality hit on Mondays
0: horribly, horribly hard, yep. so uh, but I started to reimagine life. you know I figured out you know if you can tackle the hardest day first, maybe the rest would would, would follow.
1: so mm-hmm. I started
0: reimagining my life on Mondays, you know, I started thinking, writing quotes you know, thinking about my next steps, creating a vision for my life. And I also try, you know, started trying to learn to be present in my life. Yeah. See, most of the time, Sean, you know, often we are not living in the present. We right. And so therefore we're, we are concerned about, troubled about the past and concerned about the future, doubting ourselves about the past, uh, you know, and so forth. So, but the biggest one is, troubled about the past and concerned about the future. And so that's such a default state too, you know, just like yeah. kick you when you're down, doubt you when you're up, that's another default kind of lie. We program, we're programmed with not all, but you know, yeah. this is what I found for myself. Some people can relate to their version of that or don't have it. I don't know, but I do know that studies show, you know, that shocking 75% of people are dread Mondays. And, um, so I started reimagining my life. Now, Monday's reimagined with the seven powers of purpose. Uh, Monday's reimagined, master your Monday, win the week is the name of my book. You see? So the name of my yep. book, Monday's reimagined, and then the subtitle, master your Monday, win the week. You know, how you mm-hmm. start the week sets the week. And this is what I found and what I held on to, and that's why I started with Mondays. And, you know, this was... This is, but my transformational moment was, you know, I got to find meaning in my life. After all of this grief and struggle and loss, yeah, you know, anger, where, agitation, where, emptiness. I had to find a new path. Yeah.
1: Where Where in Texas did you, uh, did you move to?
0: Uh, I moved from Richmond, Virginia, to Houston, Texas area.
1: And okay. I yeah. I had a
0: water mm-hmm. I had a waterfront home I, on a island called Tiki Island. Yeah.
1: Okay, yeah, I've heard of that. I lived in San Antonio for four years. I was a drill instructor for Air Force basic training. So I lived there from uh oh nine to twenty thirteen until I got reassigned and uh and had to move. So, um there was a a year tour. It was a drill instructor, four year tour. And nice. um those, oh man, it's great. So we thought about retiring back there, like just moving and going to San Antonio or somewhere around there, because you know you got, oh man, you got Houston, Dallas, Laredo, Austin, San Antonio. Um, there's one more down at the. You got you got Austin, but you got one more down at the tip, um, down down south. I mean, these are major. Metropolis is like major cities, you know, and it yeah. seems like there's always something going on in those in one of those cities. So, as either like a business consultant, or like a speaker, being a Texas is time. Yeah, it's like uh, one of the top you know, three. Of- yeah,
0: yeah, it's it's a uh, it's an amazing place. Um, yeah. So. You know, I have a quiz here. People can ask themselves: Are you dreading Mondays? You want to hear that?
1: Sure, let's do it. Let's do the quiz.
0: Okay. So, are you dreading Mondays? You know, let's take the quiz. Yeah, uh,
1: so, no, I'm not. You... I don't dread Mondays.
0: Well, think I'm my, my wife on, does, though. Let me, <laughs> let me tell you these five questions, and people you're listening okay. can you know okay. think about it. So, are you financially successful, but something is missing? You know, and you were talking earlier about uh, people. You know, they do have a thought about, you know, something, what's possible version. You know, have you lost, have you lost your leadership edge? Question two. You know, have you lost, question three, have you lost your passion? Leave it behind. Did you walk away from it somewhere like I did with my fine arts degree in photography? Number four, have you lost your creativity? See now these are all very intrinsic type of things passion
1: creativity
0: mm-hmm. you know they're internal stuff there's the stuff see if you look at your if you look at yourself as the engine that gets things done and the fuel that runs that engine the intrinsic heart of your of you of who you are you know the heart of who you are the intrinsic internal soul of who you are is your gasoline man mhm and if that tank is empty it doesn't matter how strong or powerful or big your engine is, it's just not running or it's not running on all cylinders. So number five, have you lost who you are? So those are some questions, you know, your listeners could take a listen, you know, th- a thought to and put a thought to. Sure. Maybe one, maybe one uh, yes answer is maybe not that big a deal. Two yes answers. You know, you might start looking, at, you know, how are you doing? Are you fulfilled? How are Mondays for you? And if you get three or more yes answers, then you know, you're very likely unfulfilled and dread Mondays.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely, for me, the one that resonated the most right off the bat, as soon as I, I heard the question, was, is something missing? And I was a kid always had this feeling that I was meant for something. I don't know what it is. You know, like, I wanted to be the one to invent the car, the phone, the light bulb. Like I wanted to be that guy, you know, who somehow selflessly changed the world, humanity, something, it, you know, like, like Netflix changed your habits. Um, Uber changed our habits. Like, that's what I want to, and I still believe I'm going to do something. I don't know what it is, but I never want to go into a situation feeling any kind of regret, any kind of remorse. Like, man, I should have done this, and, uh, you know. <laughs> but I do feel like one day I'm going to invent something or I'm going to change the world somehow. You know, and and there's a great meme on social media you see sometimes around the entrepreneur circles, and it's like, Colonel Sanders was this age, and the founder of McDonald's was this age, and the founder of yeah. that guy, and the founder of this, and the founder of the all 50, 60, 70, 80 years old, you know, like, I had uh, Ron Klein on the show, and he's amazing, he invented the magnetic strip yeah. for the credit card. Yeah, I know Ron. And it. Yeah, and 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 he was telling me like, I was like, when do you when do you quit? He's like, when I'm dead. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> I guess. You know, he's like, why am I going to retire? I'm already retired. I've been retired for years. I'm like, okay, he's like, retirement is not fishing and boating and sitting on your front porch? Retirement is what you want it to be. I'm like, okay, he's like, I want to build businesses. Like, but that's yeah. what you've done your whole life. He's like, well, then I've been in retirement my whole life. <laughs> I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> like, that's where I want to get to. That is what I want to do. You know, that is it. It, it. If that's the picture of retirement, sign me up, man. I am so in there. Yeah.
0: Let me give you a couple of thoughts about, you know, kind of finding your, uh, your, your mission. Okay. Yep. Uh, one is, you know, work on your vision. And this is all in my book, by the way. Another okay. another point another point, Sean, is um, connecting unconnected things. You just brought up the Netflix guy. Now he was he was motivated because he had forty dollars of fines with uh, with Blockbuster, and he was disturbed by that. And then when he went to the gym, you know, late fees he had late fee fines, late fees. So he when he went to the gym, he came up with this idea of the subscription model with you know just like a gym is you know unlimited use for a monthly fee that subscription model for the move for the uh, you know movie industry yep. so he combined the subscription model of like the gyms had with the movie industry and so he connected two unconnected things and that's how Brilliant. he found his his secret you know his brilliance as you just said so that's a second yeah. thing you know, another thing is, um, you know, really the the journey, understand the journey. Again, this is all in my book. Uh, I call it the three-part journey to extraordinary. Um, and I try to describe a little bit of it up today. But, you know, the seven powers of purpose are, you know, pa- P for passion, U for uniqueness, mm-hmm. R for reimagine. This is all uh, on my website, uh, carldoop.com forward slash uh, and then, or whatever slash it is, carlloop.com slash um, Mondays-Reimagine. dash That's where it talks about my book. And so P is passion, U is uniqueness. You know, uh, what is your unique view of, uh, what is your unique vision of significant success and wholehearted fulfillment? See, those are the two unconnected things I connect. R is reimagine, you know, reimagine the most extraordinary version of you.
1: Mm hmm. P is. I like horrible.
0: it. Thank you. And this, this spells purpose. Okay. So and then P is peak experiences. You know, the things that, now remember this as a leader, okay? The things people remember are not those possessions that they become habituated to, but those experiences they had. Now, here's an exercise for your sort of a challenge exercise for your listeners. What is something you had? So, what is something you accomplished? that you had thought was impossible. Listeners and to you, Sean, what is something you accomplished that you had thought was impossible? Oh. See, that's a peak experience and the uh, extraordinary version of you, you know, the accomplish the impossible version of you. Since you, since you accomplished something you had thought was impossible, there it is right there. It shows itself. It reveals itself. Then, mm-hmm. oh, O is ownership, you know, know and own your extraordinary leadership. S is scale. Scale is all about, uh, you know, tactics save the day, but uh, strategies change the future, you know, like, let's go to the moon, change the whole world. You know, so that's scale getting larger and bigger and expanded. And then E is expression. You know, all great leaders express themselves or let's say the leaders that do express themselves powerfully, persuasively, influentially, and, and so forth. Magically, you know, they, uh, they carry the day for people. They bring, they bring unity and healing and growth to others by their amazing expression. That's why quotes are so powerful, right? And without vision, yeah. the past predicts the future. And you weren't born to live the default ordinary life you were given. You were born to live the extraordinary magical life you create. Mm-hmm. You know, my, book over, my book has over fifty transformational conversations like, like these. So oh, very cool. That's your you know that stuff for your leadership for our for our leadership.
1: Yep. So is that how you would say that you elevate the world around? You?
0: I absolutely elevate the world by creating peace, power, and prosperity by accelerating high achievers to significant success and wholehearted fulfillment. Sounds amazing. You know,
1: Do you, you have know, a so, certain level of happens. people that you work though?
0: Uh, well, anybody can buy my book. You know, well, so uh, what, right what I'm now, saying
1: is, like when you when you work with businesses.
0: Yeah. Um, a level. I mean, they're typically going to be uh, a good. You know, established business owners. Or executives. I got you. Yeah. yeah.
1: But, so like, well, I only consult seven figures, or I only consult eight figure business, or I consult, you know, uh, a C-suite, you know, like like all that. If someone's listening going, oh, my God, I love what you're talking about. I got to get more connected with Carl. Like, this is amazing. You know, that's, that's why I always ask.
0: Yeah, you know, people can touch me by uh, uh, my book, which comes with seven videos. They can touch me by my blogs. They can, uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I consult and, I, you know, I actually mentor some people for free. And, uh, you know, because, you know, even Tony Robbins says, you know, giving is living. Yeah. Right. That's one of his sayings. Yep. And, uh, you know, I'm, I, this, I'm not here in this world to be all about me because, man, that's a horrible life. When the world <laughs> is just about you and what you're supposed to, you know, everything's all about you, that's that's a tough life to live because
1: it doesn't work yep. out that way. <laughs> right. Zig Ziglar said that if you help enough people get what they want, you'll eventually get what you want. Yeah. And it's so true. So, uh, it's so true. Do you know I ever mean? have a conversation where I hold the leverage? where somebody's like, oh, I'm thinking about doing this one thing. And I'm like, well, you know, if I were you, I would do this or this or this. Or, hey, let me get in touch with this guy. You know, let me, let me you know, help you out and, like, just give. And it's so incredible what happens. They're like, wow, man, that's awesome. What can I do for you? It opens people up. You know, you know when food. you're sharing resources and you're sharing experiences, you're sharing, you know, whatever it is, the transformation, whatever it is that you can elevate somebody with, and you share that, I've never met one person, not one person, who said, thanks, you know, they were at least, you know, even if they were insensitive about it, they were still like, man, that's awesome. Like, what can I do for you? Sometimes you're like, man, I'm upset. And they're like, okay, cool, thanks. <laughs> you know, like, sometimes that happens. There's collaboration that takes place. You know? yeah, and then competition right. kind of just falls away. So... Yeah.
0: And competition is a kind of a lower uh, consciousness uh, state, maybe a default state, you know, uh, yeah, power, definitely power is a much, you know, power is a greater, a much higher um, power. Power is a much higher place than force. And uh, you know, people say confidence, you know, so I say connect, connecting with others is a higher place than uh, confidence. You know, because confidence is not oh, yeah. for me, right? But connection mm-hmm. is. You know, we're co-creating. We're we're about each other, and you know that in the military. My goodness.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh man, you nailed it. <laughs> so, in our last two minutes, in our last two minutes together, I want to give a takeaway for the audience. So, again, you have a book. We referenced it a couple times. Uh, Mondays reimagined. A link to that is in the show notes to learn how to win your week by going to carlloop.com forward slash Mondays dash reimagined. carlloop.com forward slash Mondays dash reimagined. It is right there in the show notes. You can go ahead and click on that. Get his book today. But, Carl, I want to leave the audience with something. You can give them one message to end what would it be?
0: Uh, one message, yeah. You know, here it is. How big is your bold? How bold is your big? Contemplate mm-hmm. on that.
1: That is amazing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you like that one? Because everybody kind of thinks small. I'm, I Instantly, I'm like, so many people think small. Like when you said how <laughs> bold is your big, you know, I tell people that if your goals, your dreams, your aspirations don't make people laugh and they don't throat punch other people when you tell it to them, it's not <laughs> high enough. It's not high enough. People don't spit out their glass of water, whatever they're drinking, beer, juice, whatever. If they take a drink and they don't spit out and go, ha, and like choke and stuff, it doesn't throat punch them. It is not high enough. ha. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, we're talking about, you know, being above the default, you know, the default is the status quo. Yep. So if everybody's yep. comfortable, it's probably not the right place.
1: There you go. Oh, for sure. For sure. If you're comfortable, you're in a wrong place. I never want to be the biggest fish in the pond. I always want to be like small to kind of medium, you know, just like always learning, always growing, always, you know, so Awesome. Carl, thank you so much for coming on the show. It, this has absolutely been phenomenal. Thank you
0: so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me.
1: You're welcome. Life Transformation Radio listeners, an amazing guest impacting the world around him. The takeaway that that he gave was absolutely incredible. How big is your bold and how bold is your big? I just... Absolutely blew my mind. How bold <laughs> is your? Buddy? Connect with him at Carl Loop L O O P Carl Loop Connect with them. Send him a request on LinkedIn. Get his book and take back your Monday. And with that, I close the show by saying, "Live your brand. Find an opportunity every day to live out the core values that you hold deep in your heart." And I call this living your brand. So until next episode, live a great life.